I think I know what this is. You see, Stan, as you get older, things that you used to like start looking and sounding like shit. And things that seemed shitty as a child don't seem as shitty. With you, somehow the wires have gotten crossed and everything looks and sounds like shit to you. It's a condition called being a cynical asshole. Oh, no. Yes. There's no known cure, I'm afraid. Everything just seems shitty and everyone starts to seem shitty and everything they say just starts to... It stinks. It stinks. It stinks. Yes, Mr. Sherman, everything stinks. <laughs> you hate to do it, but at the same time, it's hilarious. Hello, and good evening, everybody that happens to tune into our lovely show. It is I, Fractured Filter, yet again here for Saturday Night Sith, number 26. I'm doing fantastic, and always, always with me, Jay Hitman. How are you tonight, sir? Oh, living the dream, so excited. Number 26. Yes, sir. Number twenty-six. It keeps uh, keeps growing. It's exciting. Exciting, exciting. Man, a uh, lot to talk about tonight. I didn't feel like a lot has been coming down, uh, but I feel like there is a lot to talk about. A lot of stupidity in the air. Well, you know, as we like to say, certainly uh, Disney Lucasfilm is the gift that keeps on it keeps giving. Keeps on giving. Uh, there's constantly um, new news. There's new something. It just I, then becomes yeah. the question of where do you begin? I just <laughs> want to say this is a this is a mon, mon, monumental episode. Not only is it number twenty six comes exactly after twenty five and before twenty seven, <laughs> but we have survived Kenobi. We, I, you know, I, yes. I didn't think it was possible. I didn't think we were going to do it. Um, I thought it was going to be the death of me, and I was going to blame you for it because, uh, well, no, not really. But yeah, what a, I, you know, I'm I'm excited because we're done with that trash heap. Um, but then I forgot when we were talking about, you know, when we were talking Friday or Thursday um, that we have to come back to Mando. So mixed emotions. I'm excited, and then I remembered what episode that we're on, and I was like. Uh, don't make me do it. So, <laughs> yeah, um, I'm was, I'm actually excited. But like, what are your what, where where are you at with all of it? Are you? I mean, I was certainly feeling a little bit better watching certain, certainly the uh, the episode that was that we needed to get back to. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you really can see the stark contrast between Mando and and <laughs> freaking Obi Wan. Yeah, and you know this is, is the it. Thing, like, uh, yeah, go ahead. Well, and you know this is the thing. They and we, as we all know, they they push the true lore aside, and you know, there's this 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 area now for them is the wild territory. They're filling in their gaps, right? So they're going. It's in between. It's after Return of the Jedi, but before their bullshit. Um, Force Awakens. Yeah. So it's it's just called okay. You know what? You guys get to do whatever the hell you want. You're not going in between time of Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope, where you have the potential of really screwing up a lot of continuity, which they freaking did. Yeah. Um. But this at least was you know 
this is at least a, a period of time where it's theirs to do what they want with as shitty as it is. And, uh, and we all know the roads lead to Jake Skywalker and rise of Palpatine and all that crud. So we know we're, now we're just kind of seeing how they're getting themselves into that, tra- into that trap. Right. So now yeah. it's kind of like, okay, so how are they going to get us there? Mm-hmm. Um, and not, but the problem, the, the, but then I guess there's also then the, the, the big question of later, but just between Mando and, and, and um, Obi-Wan, this is at least like, it was certainly like, I, I'd hate to say a palate cleanser for Star Wars, but yeah, it's because uh, at least you know, like it is. It's like in in Obi Wan, they were retarded as shit. Never once, like for example, used Tie Fighters to pursue anyone at any time. Didn't use the Star Destroyers effectively, and at least you know we had a moment in this in the, in this episode where it's like. Oh, they actually used the Tie Fighters to pursue them. Yeah. Granted, ineffectively, but there. Well, yeah, and, and but yeah. at least you know it's. Oh, okay. You're kind of remember. You kind of know what you have at your disposal. <laughs> so you certainly uh, you know, see the differences of directing between and show running between Deborah Chow and John Favreau. Well, that's why I was going to lead into my next question. And, like, you know me, I, I don't give any credit to Disney. They're all, right. they're all just incompetent, in my, in my opinion. But now that we've, we've gone through Kenobi, we've seen, you know, what Deborah's Chow can do, and we've been watching Mando, and we've now seen what Favreau can do. You know, I, 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 tw- I tweeted this the other day. I was like, uh, you know, Disney is Disney creativity is the antithesis of what true creativity is. But looking at both of these, is it fair to say that Favreau might be a little bit better in regards to maybe putting crap together than than Chow? Because to your point, like I felt this was, it was a huge palate cleanser. Like I still have my issues with this episode. Don't get me oh, wrong, yeah, but so like I. I wasn't I wasn't physically sitting down ready to off myself um, <laughs> last night watching. It was this. It, it was less infuriating to watch. Right. Like it, you, and it's, and it's not like I'm trying. It's like I, it's not like I'm trying to find issues. It's just no. what pops out to me. It just is it, what it, it is. Though. Yeah, it, yeah, and you know, it's it's. I was. Uh, talking to some, somebody at work today. Uh, and I'll throw it into the private chat. Oh, I think, yeah, I'm curious to see who. Um, and I was just kind of telling him, you know, some of the stuff that we've talked about. And even he was kind of like, yeah, he was kind of getting it, you know? Yeah. So he, he, even though... For the record, this person that you're talking about, his favorite Star Wars... I know, I know. I know. I talked to him about that, <laughs> and you know, it, like, 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 the, like he said, it for him, Force Awakens was his basically his first experience with Star Wars, which is unfortunate. But yeah, I, so, yeah. I, I, unfor- I do understand where, and I, this is probably blasphemy for me to say, but I understand where he was coming from a little bit. I, can I don't. I can see how some people can be a little 
Don't say not, it. Not everyone is as, is as embracing. Cultured as we are? It's <laughs> because, you know, not everyone's as into, like, seeing older technology in action and practical effects and stuff like that. These kids are certainly ingrained with the CG brain. Um, so, I mean, I, I was certainly still making my case and telling them, dude, you, you really need to, like, look at it in a new lens and just kind of, you just kind of, yeah, I mean, he kept, he, but, and funny, because he really likes the prequels. Yeah. But just for, the OT was just kind of, at least a, a new, difficult for him. So, well, yeah, uh, but yeah, it, that, it, it, that's the thing. It's like the the they. So it, so what I was get going to is that you know, the, while they try and go, yeah, it's good, but then once you start pointing out the flaws, and you're actually just kind of talking to them, going, hey, you know, look at it. The, look, you know, I I pointed out two of the things because he asked me if I saw things the same way you did, Hitman. Mm-hmm. Obi Wan Kenobi, and I was like, <laughs> uh, "Yeah, I'm pretty much on board with him." And I started, yeah. you know, I went into the very basic parts of, you know, just look at the dialogue of yeah. in A New Hope, Obi Wan Kenobi. That's you know, for his name and rec- of him recognizing the Obi Wan name, for when he said, "He hasn't gone by that name since before you were born," to Luke. Right. He kind of had to take a moment and go, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then, like I said, and then I pointed out the message that Leia sent to via R2 to Obi-Wan. I'm like, now that makes no sense because where's no. that? Yeah, you saved me nine years ago and stuff like that, you know? Oh, well, yeah, there's, it's there's... just, it's so, it's so, and like these, these kids, hey, eat it up. They're being spoon-fed this stuff, and they're like, oh, that's the greatest thing ever. That fight scene, oh, my goodness. It yeah, gave me chills. we didn't get into that. No, but I'm just that. saying, like, these are the things that, oh, that fight scene was amazing. I'm like, you realize that that fight scene, if they stay true to, like, not only the characters, but, like, it isn't even about continuity, but, you know, that's physically impossible for, Va- for Anakin to do, for Vader to fight like that. Like, yes, he kept well, and- his form. But he could not physically move like that because of his the, the his the joint like the joints and he didn't have the cutouts then and it's just he's swinging the lightsaber like I was reading these the uh, something that was I think OG Star Wars was going to war with this guy I don't know where, where I saw it I can try to pull it up but like they're like it's the best fight ever and all this and that and I'm like you he physically cannot do this it is physically physically not possible but you're eating this up like and that's what's just. Uh, oh, and- and you know, uh, I, I um, to another is another coworker of ours. He he watched the finale. I already know and, who it is. Uh, he watched the finale and he's like, "Yeah, they went totally Dragon Ball Z with that that last fight." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, they they completely op Obi Wan because I mean, when you look at then the fights from um, uh, even Attack of the Clones and you see how." You know how um, Obi or not Obi Wan, but uh, o- uh, Yoda was—I I hate to say struggling, but certainly taking his moment more to catch the debris and all that stuff when yeah. when, when Dooku was thro- uh, throwing everything he had at him. And then you look at this: 
Obi-Wan lifting up all these boulders. Boulders, thank you. Yeah, all these boulders and just freaking chucking them. And he's taking he and he's taking it like like a champ. Like it's yeah, he, and, 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 uh, and Vader's just full on uh, tanking him like crazy. It's like a pillow fight, and it's like keep him coming, man. Like, oh, well, I just I mean, it, like and yeah. like I said last week too. You know, it it's really too. That's been the one little detriment of like uh, the, uh, the Star Wars, the uh, the. the uh, Build Republic trailers. Uh, as cool yeah. as they are, that's where you some of that you know over the top uh, force force stuff really could be stemmed from. And Force Unleashed, where the idea where it was showing, where at least it, it was interpreting of um, Star Killer pulling down the the Star Destroyer with the force. I can live with that. I can live with Star Killer doing that. I cannot live with Vader. It was just so. Uh, so poorly done, and I don't know. I mean, I remember playing well, it, playing it, it the Force Unleashed, and well, and then like it is, it, it's then contradictory to Vader's own display of the Force, right? His powers and stuff like that. And it's like, dude, where are you guys? It's like get, it was like you... Chow was like she she saw the the Knights of the Old Republic like number two, it was like Knights of the Old Republic trailer with uh she uh what was it was Bastila's um. Grandma, I don't know. It was like Sh- Shatil or whatever. She was fighting Malmus, yeah, that was, right? Yeah, that was the Star Wars yeah. Old Republic trailer. Yeah. Oh yeah, the Old Republic. Yeah, like yeah. she was trying to honor that, and then like throw some Dragon Ball Z in there, and then like <laughs> I don't even know. But like here, but the question I was had, like I, I wanted to bring up is like, do you think? And again, this is not me saying Fabra is any. You know, they're, they're all just bad in my opinion. But if Fabra was in charge of Kenobi, do you think? We would have gotten the same, if not worse, or better uh, production than what we got. Because he's already proven he doesn't he doesn't know continuity, just like Dave doesn't know continuity. And I find it absolutely interesting that the Eckstein girl, the girl who plays Ahsoka Tano, was yeah, like, "Man, Ashley I was the yeah Ashley Eckstein." She was like, "Man, I was a Star Wars fan before, but what really made me a Star Wars fan was you know before every before we shot every episode of the Clone Wars." Floney would come in and give us a 30-minute background speech or lesson on Star Wars, and then I really became Star Wars. So, like, oh, to be a fly on the wall to see what kind of rhetoric and (laughs) y'all just like, yeah, like to see to see what knowledge he was imputing on everybody else, yeah, Yeah, or their lack of. But like, what what are your thoughts on that? Do you think it would have been better or or worse? Because they've shown they, they they have no regard for continuity. They have no regard for lore, so it would have been the same with the. I think the argument I'd make is maybe the the visual effects could have been, I guess, better. But I don't know. What are your thoughts? A lot could have been better. Um, yeah, but if, if Favreau was in charge, the, the sets were kind of repurposed and cheap looking and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I don't know if it would have made a difference because apparently this seemed like it was also a Kathleen Kennedy production, practically. But she seemed to be the one that came in and you know dumped the script and. And they redid She's it. Like a, that was supposedly you, too dreary and everything. What's the thing a, called? Uh, is it like a marionette? Marionette strings or the mar- the the person that's pulling the strings? strings? Puppet, yeah, puppet, the puppet hero. The, yeah, the like she's like she has quit and then come back more than I change. <laughs> she hasn't gone anywhere. That's just all. No, rumors, but it's like it's a, like she uh, hasn't I'm gonna. Gone anywhere. 
It's like, I'm done. I don't come back. I'm not going to be in charge. Then, you know, I'm still in charge. I'm going to take it back. No, she's I'm gonna always be still it. been in charge. She it's like, she's, she's it's literally... Just, it's just been about who gets put in charge of what project. She will literally be there until she dies. She's not giving up power. Like, the only way that she... Like, she's going to be the Bill, the Bill Snyder of Kansas State football. Like, the only way that he leaves is when he dies, respectfully. <laughs> That's the only way to him, not to, to her. Like she won't go away. She's like a gnat. She's like, she won't that go away. This, that or just whoever she's training up to be. I know they've. Oh. Been, there's been mentioning her, her two, the two students. I don't know. No, not Filoni or Favreau. Because Favreau's basically, uh, I mean, he's just basically a hired person. Marvel, not, whatever. Yeah, that too, probably. But no, he. It's I forget the. I forget that she bit. Kennedy basically has somebody that'll probably be in line. It's her, her twin sister. She... <laughs> her clone sister. So, uh, one way or another, she probably she won't really be leaving anytime soon. Oh, God. She, she'll, the day that she leaves is the day that Chepik leaves, and he was just, he's not going anywhere because no, the board he's, apparently. He's, yeah, they, they uh, signed him on for longer. Uh, I so. guess, yeah. I just find it f- funny that Favreau in that interview. I think I mentioned last last show that he was like he was re- he was trying to be as respectful as he could, all the while telling his mind about giving his mind about Deborah Chow and how like it was rushed and all this. And I'm like, why don't you just come out and say it's dog water, guy? Like, why are you like, yeah, you work in the same building, but there's people I work with that I'm completely honest with. If I had like, you know what I mean? Like, I will tell them like your dog water. Maybe not dog. Maybe right. I won't tell him well, the dog water. But you know what I mean? Like, he's trying, he's trying to walk on eggs. Yeah, I will. I, yeah, because I have to. But if I was him, I don't want to be him. But if I was in that More capacity. Type. No, if I was in that capacity, I'd be like, like, homie, like, this is bad. This is dog water. And you should probably never direct again in your life. You should probably just go work at a. I don't well, know. and suppose, I mean, supposedly done good stuff here and there i haven't seen it deborah chow has supposedly i like she can't even read a book she can't even read she (laughs) says she read the book she says she drew inspiration from the book is it a coloring book i think when when og (laughs) did that when og read that 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 uh when she did her coffee chat with and she's talking about the math matthew stover interview and i think it was stated that like Deborah Chow read the book for inspiration. She probably read a Marvel co- a Marvel coloring coloring book, and that's probably what she read. Yeah, she read pictures I, because if she had read, yeah. Because wasn't it also uh, uh, the author that came out and said, "Oh yeah, the, uh, my Kenobi book totally falls in line with mm. the Kenobi show." And um, this when I guy. saw people were like all like saying disagree. I'm like, no, you're just I'll I. I, I kind of wish I had jumped in, in there. I'm like, no, you're just flat out wrong, dude. Because there's no way that that Kenobi from the book, which was still essentially Obi-Wan Kenobi that we knew, uh, in any way translated to the one in this show. Who's the, the author? One in this show, yeah. The one in this show was a complete washed-up loser who had, who had, you know, turned his back on the Force, apparently, and was failing at <laughs> at his task quickly to of you know overlook uh, looking over Luke to then go and save uh Leia so yeah I, I 
I, I was just like, no, uh, there's no way these two these two are the same. This brought up, a, and I'm trying to find it. Um, brought an interesting topic. Okay, so I was having this discussion with somebody. Has Matthew Stover become the new Timothy Zahn, bending the knee to Disney? I'd say that's pretty. Yeah, I mean, which, it, it's, which, it's certainly it's certainly the way of avoiding um, the the mass dog pile that would happen if he said anything. Mind against. you, yeah, it's kind of it's just basically trying to protect your own ass. Well, mind you, this Timothy Zahn, in my opinion, wrote some of the greatest, like the the one of the greatest trilogy trilogies. Oh, yeah. Out there, and we were having, I think we had this discussion at work, um, saying that Timothy's on sold out, and that he basically, he was, he felt he was agreeing with all the, um, uh, stuff that Disney was doing after, after, uh, they acquired it from, from Lucas, but I just found it interesting, because I remember her quoting that, like, you know, he yeah. said, oh yeah, my book falls in line with the show, I'm oh, like, no. are you, Sorry. okay, hi, are you drunk? Like, <laughs> what, like, what book are you talking about? Like, What? Well, you know, that's the thing. Like, everyone, when this whole buyout happened with Disney, everyone was hoping for Thrawn Trilogy. That's what people were expecting was going to be on the pathway, because how was better to continue? The, uh, like the, a, another the trilogy following, yeah, following well, the, the, the first well, three. No, 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 not even following the first three, but that, instead of doing what they did, they, they instead did the Thrawn Trilogy adaptation to movies. So we didn't have what we got, but had the Thrawn trilogy as as the movies. Yeah, well, I just found it was interesting that he would have the and I just have the audacity to to make that claim. Like you're the guy that wrote the book, guy, and you're saying that yeah. this show falls in line with it. Like, what show are you watching, and what book are you talking about? Unless he wrote some other book other than Kenobi, unless there's another a Yark and another, you know, like I just. So yeah, I, I want to talk about that because I think it's just like I think Sentinel, welcome Sentinel, glad to have you. I was just gonna, I was just gonna say welcome. Yeah. Us, the Sentinel coming in hot, uh, certainly lighting up the chat for sure. Yeah, glad uh, to see uh, it. Jake Kenobi has highlighted in a a much more favorable light compared to Jake Skywalker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you. Matthew Stover is a sellout. So is Lucino. Lucino too, huh? Well, what is what? Yeah, because Lucino did Tarkin. Because I remember I had called you uh, a couple months ago asking about the. I saw that Tarkin book, and it was it had oh. a Legends label on it. <laughs> Anyone who wrote books under Lucas era who now are writing for Disney are sellouts. Yeah, I mean, I that. yeah. And Karen Travis saw the Disneyfication of Lucasfilm with Filoni and said, "Fuck this shit," and left. He didn't sell out. Massive respect for her. Well, yeah, I mean, and yeah. the whole destruction of of the Mandalorian race uh, and culture and everything that they did to that. Uh, such I mean, great, and it's such a travesty, man, because, like, those books are so, so good. Like, should, I think there's five of them. Uh, for, Republican, for Karen yeah. Travis, yeah, I think. Yeah, Republican Mando, Hard Contact, like, Hard Contact, and... Um, and she did... Um, Order 66. There's yeah, two more I'm missing, but got great books. I'm reading, uh, I'm currently reading uh, Republic Commander right now. Nice. Well, I'm reading like three different Star Wars books right now, but that's definitely one of them I'm reading. 
But yeah, like, good on her for, I mean, good on her and it's sad too. Good on her for having, you know, having, having the, you know, the guts to, to walk away because I'm sure, you know, they probably, I don't know if they offered her money, but, you know, she walked away because she, you know, didn't want anything to do with it. But um, it's also sad because she, she created it. She created the Mandalorian. Yeah. You know, and to see well, what yeah, they've she, done with it. Was it was like her and someone else, they both worked on uh, the Mandalorian language and stuff yeah. like that and got that all kind of, that, that's how it then was appearing in um, Attack of the Clones. Well, and this whole this whole sellout convers you know topic is is interesting too. And this, you know, I've I've gotten heat for saying that Ian and uh, Hayden had you know were sellouts, and uh, but you know for you to to come back, you know, the, I get that you want to come back and do a show, but for you to come back and do a show and be two of the guys that worked with Lucas and let this happen, like that that to me, like you've sold out for the paycheck. Like you could have come back and you could have not you know done it like, hayden doesn't have as much pull as 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 ian because you know with the suit and i mean my goodness they had two suit actors right but ian definitely yeah. being an executive producer he could have you know hayden could have been like yeah you know what this this goes against you know the character and i'm just you know i'm not, I'm not I, I don't agree with it I'm, i think we should change it and if you're not going to well, change it, it then like you know what i mean yeah and there was even like a news article that uh hayden and some other people didn't even talk to george lucas before signing yeah. on to the but ironically, nobody has, everybody's just been, you know, falling in line and like, oh, yeah, Deborah Child's brilliant. You know, I think what she's done with this is amazing, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you know, just kind of shame on you. guy. like, you know, you know that, you know, where they took this show is contrary to the, the character. Like, it's, it's not a true reflection of the character. And you let it happen. You could have walked. But they, they have the money and they, you know, so I go on for hours about it. But I, I, you know, I think they're both sellouts. And it hurts because I, I, I ha, you know, like we grew up with the, o, the OT and the prequels. And, you know, there is that love for, yeah. you know, for them. But, like, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Do you think I'm wrong? Is there anything? I mean, are they not sellouts? Are, you know, like, what is your opinion on it? Well, I, I believe that, that that was kind of my point to when we talked about, uh, when we when we mentioned like Mark Hamill and the, when he was so vocal about right. the way his character was treated and stuff like that, and like I I kept saying you know yeah it's great that you're vocal but at the same time you had the you had the choice to stay there collect that paycheck and keep doing that you could have right. you could have walked right away and made an he, even bigger he, impression than he, just you know squawking like a you know he, he was he yeah. was, he, he was all Bark and no bite. Hamilton really bite. He, if yeah. he really wanted to bite them in the ass, he would have walked. Oh, for sure. He could have walked from Disney, Lucas, and he could have gone back to DC and done the voice of Joker. Like he, he, he there, Well, yeah. Like there's so like so many things I mean, he could have done. Yeah. Like if you I mean, were, the, yeah. Because I would say even at this point, you know, well, there was a point that you know Joker outshined probably Luke Skywalker for what he was best known for. Yeah. That might be blasphemous to say, but you know, it's probably true. I think there's a I think that's pretty true that yeah. he started to become more known as the the voice of the Joker. Oh, for sure. Then it was like, "Oh yeah, that's that's Luke Skywalker." I mean, he's it, when when you uh, no, we got we're Star Wars got to keep the stars, but when you rate like when you think oh, of Joker, okay. 
you know, you, you typically people talk about like the actors, right? Like the actual yeah. physical actors. Yeah. But no, like he, he's included. No, he's included in it. The only Joker that is not included in in the lineup of Jokers is freaking Joaquin Phoenix and Jared Leto. Jared Leto gotta go. Like those are the only two. Like everybody else, like Cesar Romero. Jack, you know, you said you know Jack people Nicholson. People do include uh, Joaquin Phoenix. No, who? You know, no, they don't. No, they don't. Who? That, that's basically just a movie that was. No. Slapped with the Joker in it. Seeing in fake news, no, they don't. Oh, I agree. They shouldn't. He's, they shouldn't. That, that's, but but yeah. he's technically now included. And I by who? Jared, Le- Jared Leto's freaking Joker. By Disney fans because he's not, he's not. He, no, that story has nothing to do with probably canon. the same sorts. <laughs> the same shills that are pumping out all the yeah. So I don't know. I just yeah. Sell out some of my book, and it's sad. And people can chastise me and say, "How dare you, Jay Hitman? You're just just biased, you know, and, and you're just a cynical a hole." And like, but you know what? Like, prove prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong that he's not a sellout. I'll listen to you if you have evidence to the contrary. I'll I'll eat crow. But to let this show happen, to continue to you get like, let me retract my statement. Not to let this show happen, but to go along with this show. Yeah. Knowing that this goes against everything that the character had, to, and they talk about character-driven stories like that's Deborah Chow's her most her favorite. She it's like she has this her love for the word character-driven probably equals Filoni's love for furries and Ahsoka Tano. Like <laughs> it, it's like what? Oh, I'm getting mad. I gotta. I gotta get back. I gotta. Where's my spray bottle? Yeah, it's just ridiculous, and they're sellouts. And if anybody has evidence to the contrary, I will sit down, I'll listen to it, and I'll eat crow, and I will admit on the show uh, that I was wrong. Episode 27, 20, 29, whatever. I will admit, but uh, I don't think I am. Yeah, neither. I don't think I'm wrong either. So. <laughs> well, should well, we get into some arguing? On- yeah. Nah, I was going to say, since we're talking on the, the missteps, certainly, of Kenobi, uh, I do have the, the article here. Why Obi-Wan Kenobi's director didn't want to use Darth Vader's theme. And, I mean, basically, it, it, it ties into not using any track of what, Star Wars. And that's the biggest question, right? Like, why didn't they, they, they use no music? from? Wasn't John Williams credited for in, in the show? Was he not? Yeah, he created the Obi Wan theme, Ugh. but it was the whoever, whoever was in charge of the uh, music for this show. She was the one that um, did everything else. Yeah. Um, but you know, this is the funny thing. So you could have still used Star Wars music and kind of did it in your own style. Because right. I think of um, uh, uh, the Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. And that game still essentially, it had the Star Wars music. It was just a remixed to have a new sort of sound. But it worked so well, especially yeah. with the placement, the way it was uh, put into... Um, put on to places like Dantooine and you know, doing the Jedi training and then on other planets. They really uh, did a great job of, 
And, and when you listen to those tracks from Coder, I wish I, 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 we, I didn't think we'd be going into it quite like this. So I should have listened to that soundtrack and kind of taken some notes. But, um, but I, you can hear like the Jedi theme and stuff and other parts of the original trilogy soundtrack in those song, in those in those tracks for Coder. But it just right. has its own. Um, I hate to say I hate to say sound so much, but it does have its own kind of feel, its own yeah. tone, and everything. And so I just wanted to get so like credit to uh, Jeremy Soul who did the music for that game. Yeah, As, and it's and that's and that's just it. You could have still used the music from Star Wars, but remixed it a little bit. Put your yes, you could put your own spin on it, but just make sure you got that. Again, it's something I hate to use, but making sure that it still kind of sounds Star Warsy, you know? Right. It has that Star Wars feel to it that you you recognize the tracks and that you go, oh, I am watching something that's Star Wars, and not just throw it in in the last what five minutes yeah. of your of your finale episode, and even before that for like a couple of minutes when they were. Doing the whole chase scene. Mm. So yeah, let's get um, article by Jennifer McDonough. Um, Lucasfilm's newest Star Wars streaming series for Disney Plus recently finished its sixth episode uh, run, which even that felt too long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Obi Wan Kenobi saw the return of fan favorite actor Ewan McGregor to the role that put him on the map. In the show, legendary Jedi Master, uh, who's a beta bitch, uh, is pulled away from his vigil on Tatooine where he watches over young Skywalker. It's during this adventure that he rescues a 10-year-old Princess Leia, who's basically max level, um, rediscovers his connection to the Force, (laughs) and perhaps most notably has a, a pitched rematch with his greatest enemy, Darth Vader. Um, is there any piece of Star Wars music more iconic than the Imperial March? Uh, well, I mean, for me, Shizor's. Uh, was it the Shizor's Palace? Oh yeah, one of the be- probably, mm, probably one of the best <laughs> on the on the album. I think I was telling you that. Yeah. Um, granted, composer extraordinaire John Williams has created dozens of extremely memorable songs. For the Star Wars franchise, but the theme for the fearsome Darth Vader is undeniably a standout. However, while watching Obi-Wan Kenobi, it's not difficult to notice that the series has a serious lack of famous Star Wars musical tracks and cues. And now, it seems, an ex- explanation for this omission has been provided. Composer Natalie Holt explains the lack of Imperial March. Uh, in an interview with Screen Rant of all freaking places, um, Obi Wan Kenobi series composer Natalie Holt revealed that it was actually d- director Deborah Chow' uh, decision to not to rely on the classic John Williams composed Star Wars themes until Vader's last scene of the series on Mustafar. <sighs> Again, it look at, I mean. <sighs> Look at something like Republic Commando. Yeah. All brand new music, basically. 
as far as I can tell. And it's it's tied to the theme of that game, having like the Mando uh, Mando a chance and stuff like that for, for yeah. the songs. And so I mean, you you. I, I just don't know where, where where the problems are nowadays. It's like, is it just the lack of imagination, creativity to bring some of this stuff to life? I mean, I really wonder. I honestly is. think that it's just they. I, I've said it before. It's kind of like you know the old. We everybody loved WWF, you know, Attitude Era. Like everybody loved that, and they they were able to you know they created that and they, they came up with something that nobody has even to this day been able to replicate. Right. But it's like, so it's like, well, we suck at creativity and we can't create anything good. So we have to rely on this. I don't know. Maybe it's nostalgia. I don't know, but I, I think it is a lack of creativity. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's lack of creativity, even for some people having but, old experience and stuff like that. And that's why maybe, I'm not a creative. Yeah. Maybe maybe they know that it's like there's no way that we're going to be able to even, you know, touch this or even come close to the bar that George said. So we'll just steal. It's like, you know, what Trash Panda does. What's his name? Oh, yes, Dave Filoni, uh, the Trash Panda, steals from EU, <laughs> you know. Like a raccoon after, shifting through the garbage. Yeah, like Trash Panda and then tries to, you know, steal from it to and then, yeah. Uh, my blood pressure, my my the, the vein of my neck. I like if you could see it right now is like pulsating, just thinking about this <laughs> this stuff. But yeah, I think it's yeah they just they, they suck, they suck at creativity. And this is Disney. I think I need to go back to Bane. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this is getting me back in. God damn it. Uh. But here the, the point, the thing I want to touch on is even if they got Williams to do the, like this, the show is still dog water. Music's not gonna like, in my opinion, gonna help. Uh, do you, I mean, do you, would you disagree? You think it would? Maybe, well, maybe Davia, ease the pain. Daviaso had posted in our Discord, um, some scene, uh, the final fight scene. I saw that with that, that yeah. used, you know, the still bad music and, and still also bad. um. My buddy Das Mordo, he had sent me some uh, Reddit posts where it was, uh, it had added in like the Force theme when yeah. he caught Leia midair and stuff like that, and it helps, but it's just basically trying to polish a turd. It's yeah, it's and, still and, a turd. and you have to kind of you yeah exactly that's exactly what I was gonna say. So unfortunately, it would I watched say, those. It wouldn't have. Yeah. It wouldn't have. It wouldn't have saved this. I mean, it no, would have helped. I, it might have added some extra, maybe a little bit of emotional uh, weight to certain scenes. But at the end of the day, you would have snapped out of it and been like, "Oh, I'm still watching a dog water production of yeah from Lucasfilm Disney." I um, watched. So I watched one of these these videos on YouTube. I know we'll get back to the article, but I watched the, one of the the videos that was put together with the actual. Uh, Hero Battle of the Heroes and all this and that. I watched it and uh, I just was like, man, I'm gonna go watch Revenge of the Sith. Like it's yeah. just there's not anything that anybody can do to to make it better. If that makes sense. I mean, you, you've made your bed and you have to sleep in it. And I don't know. 
Maybe I'm just oh, one of those weird people. It's like even if you you could put the music in, it's just gonna make me watch. It's gonna make me want to stop watching this. Be, this well, what is, what's the old what's the old saying? Don't remind people of something better. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> don't, it's like it's like uh, don't don't put a poster of a better movie in your shitty. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, indie, not not even indie, but like B movie film. <laughs> yeah. Don't remind people of a better movie that they could be watching instead of yours. That's clear. Yeah. That I mean, yeah, you think it's genius, but to other people, it just looks at it and goes, "Man, I could be watching like, yeah, I could go back and watch Revenge of the Sith," or like what I did, I went and rewatched the original trilogy. If I wanted right. to, you know, get that perspective again. And yeah. thankfully, I have the despecialized version. So. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's just uh, yeah, you, not a lot you can do. I'm going to continue this. I need to step off yeah. real quick if you want to continue with it. So, uh, when I started up on this project, we weren't sure that we were going to be allowed to use the John Williams themes. That just seems really bizarre to me, considering they are... Lucasfilm in charge of all the licensing, I would think, and they own Fox, so I couldn't imagine that's any of the rights issues. Um, Deborah Chow was saying to me, I think we need to score the show. Um, I think we need to score the show as if we're not going to be able to use them. She was like, I don't want to find out that we can't. Um, so let's make it work without, let's do our own thing. And she was saying, actually, if we're going to use the Vader theme, I don't think we should use it until episode six. Because if he's still half Anakin, half Vader at this point, when his mask cracks open at the end and he says, you didn't kill Anakin Skywalker, I did. You realize now he's Vader. Now he's earned his, quote, Imperial March. Now, when you hear it, it's so powerful. Deborah didn't want that theme playing every time you see Darth Vader. She wanted to explore his journey to get there. But there's the problem. In Revenge of the Sith, he already earned the Imperial March. They already were using it integrated with uh, parts of the final duel between him and Obi-Wan. He... Uh, he was transformed into Vader, especially then if you want to uh, really go into it when he's sliced up to, to nothing but a torso, practically, shouting at Obi-Wan how he hates him, and he has the Sith yellow eyes. He's Vader. He is Vader at that point. All right. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm still right. here. So uh, I just got through this whole this big paragraph here, and because like she was talking about, he had to earn the Imperial March, and like what I was just saying before you got back was, you know, he earned it already in Revenge of the Sith, because on right. top of it, not not only for his actions in that movie, but for the fact that uh, John Williams and everything, they were using the Imperial March theme integrated with uh with their fight they were using using that so yes even then he had earned the imperial march theme that should have been you know something that was being used 
and not just even the imperial march just tracks from from other from the star wars movie is this is this whole girl saying that he need to earn his he need yeah. to earn oh, what I'm in anger management, and my, my therapist <laughs> tells me that I can't call people donkeys. Well, you just did, so you're in the second. Um, well, and I just don't understand, why weren't they going to be allowed to use John Williams' themes? Uh, it, Lucasfilm owns it. Was it? Yeah, we weren't sure if we were going to be allowed to. That's just that's just a, an excuse to, to want. Yeah, it just, seems like a it just sounds like an excuse. Yeah. It's almost as bad as as you know having Obi Wan tell Leia that you can't mention our relationship with it to anybody because it'll put both of us in danger. <laughs> it's just a way to semi try to course correct your screw up because you literally just screwed. Can't you literally just made a New Hope comical, like worthless, right. like stupid. You own Star like you own it, like unless you're some type of like, like contract to where like apparently it was brought to light to me that George Lucas before he sold uh, Lucas to Disney, and it was contractually written that Disney cannot retcon, they cannot change the original trilogy, and this is coming from a this is coming well one it was it came from a Disney show himself, but apparently. And I've not been able to pull this this contract up. I've not been able to find it unless it's you know in some type of Lucas archive. But that is what what was told to me um, pending an investigation. But I I don't know. Maybe that's something with. But that's stupid. That wouldn't make any sense to say like we can't use John. Will. Like he's the guy that wrote the the you know the opening you know music for it so if yeah. if he can use the if he can create unless lucas is like you can't use any of his old stuff any of our old stuff he can create new stuff but he you can't use any of the old stuff like yeah i, I don't know that's just stupid yeah, to I, say I, we're, I, we're i'm not we're, totally up on <laughs> either like copyright laws and stuff i'm like not that. either it just sounds it just sounds so weird that but it's just yeah to say like they wouldn't we, be yeah. able to use those tracks Unless they're saying we didn't know how to use the tracks, which then I could understand because they're, you know, maybe not well, smart. Well, I mean, that's the, they, they just said they weren't sure if they were going to be allowed to use it. So that just sounds really yeah, weird yeah, to me. Know. Yeah, it just seems like a cop-out. Like, they, yeah, which is a really uh, good so con <laughs> Continuing on, uh, indeed, there was a desire not to lean too heavily on the original songs and instead be much more nuanced about adding them in in uh, that adding them in ways that connected to and enhanced the story as such Vader's accompanying score reflects the character's super angry state uh did it um yeah don't think so but i could be wrong uh and a quote um and I did use the rhythm from the Imperial March underneath the sound design. I had a haunting horn and slowed down double bass, the low end of the orchestra playing this really gnarly, angry theme with these war sticks and stuff. And stuff. <laughs> Tebra wanted to have really visceral sense when he's walking down the street, kind of killing people. 
He's like, we've never really seen this side of Vader. He's in his prime. He's super angry. He's just full of rage. And actually, the Vader that we kind of see in A New Hope and onwards is much more measured, and we never see him lose control or randomly kill people in such an evil way. He's more thoughtful and centered. So, yeah, that was a very deliberate decision. Oh. For the fact that uh, Jedi Fallen Order takes place five years prior to this, he was much more Darth Vader than this Darth Vader. And that was yeah. much more, it was much better. They 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 relied, you know, using their words here, you know, they re did rely on using uh, uh, known tracks from the from the pre from the prequels and it was used it very effectively yeah and it, it they they made vader intimidating uh menacing and all of that and you know that was five this is and that that game took place five years after revenge of the sith so yeah he he was he had much he had the time to control his rage yeah at that time and that that was that made sense but you know at the same time when they're trying to talk about the little little scene of him killing people in the street i didn't really get anything out of that no not i mean, from no. The music and not from the scene in general i was just kind of like okay this is happening i mean i knew what they were going for and everything i knew what was supposed to be you know the whole him drawing out kenobi and all that but i was just kind of like all right no, it, it just again it just didn't have that same it doesn't do if, anything if you weren't if you weren't if you had been using some tracks that came out better from the prequels and used that effectively yeah you, i might have been like oh okay here we go right and maybe shot it a little better took time with it you know but we didn't get that did we we just got really bad music with a really bad show and really no. bad acting. No, we ran the gambit, that's for sure. Uh, Holt also revealed that the maestro himself, John Williams, gave the series his blessing after his screening. John Williams watched the whole show, and he granted permission for his themes to use in Episode 6 and, certain, and in certain places and where the Yoda theme would go. And then that set, up, set the tent poles for me uh, like, okay, we can't use the themes until this point, so we need to be leading to them. You know, I understand getting, yeah, some tips and tricks from the master himself and stuff, right? But at the same time, you kind of have to take your own chances and make your own decisions on what to do, too. Like, if you want to, if you, if you were more in line of wanting to use the themes and stuff, I mean, why the hell do you, not? Do you think that John Williams just wasn't, like... Available because isn't isn't there gonna be a new Indiana Jones? Did I did I read that somewhere? It's like an oh Indiana God. Jones five. I like I'm being totally serious. Like I think like I read that yeah, somewhere. So yeah. I wonder if like it, it's gonna be Indiana Jones is gonna be like the Fast and Furious. Like there's gonna be like ninety of them. But he's gonna be he's, he's gonna be more CG than Godzilla. Right, but I wonder like <laughs> but again to that point like he wouldn't have had to do any work like they already done they, they were already composed unless you yeah. want to. Unless, like, you know, the synth, the, uh, was it the London Orchestra wasn't available, you know, you know what I mean? Unless they had to, like, I don't know, I just, they, they're already 
be composed, so it doesn't really I make sense. I think they were using all electronics, basically. Oh, is They're it? Not really, I think. Oh, they weren't doing the actual orchestra? I don't, well, I don't know. I can't say. I can't say for sure. Yeah. I'm just taking a guess. I just wonder if that, if he just, yeah, if one, they were just, they weren't sure, you know, if they could use his stuff, or if he was unavailable, or, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's just weird, to your point. Like we weren't, we didn't know. Like you're the literally the company that owns the rights to Star Wars. How do you not know? Yeah. And even if it was a copyright issue, you have lawyer. You have very good lawyers. Like they're they're snake and oh, yeah. level lawyers. Like so, it is very odd. It just seems like an excuse. We're going to say we weren't able to. We didn't know if we we're going to be able to use it. So that should give you. That should basically give us a pass. Some of this really bad music that we did create. <laughs> uh, it's certainly one way to try and pass the buck. Right? Like we really we created a really bad show, but we brought back Hayden and Christian. So like, you guys should give us a pass because we we're able to get them back. It's like no, jangling. I'm not going to give you a pass for this dog water music, and I'm not going to give you a pass for this dog water show that you created. I mean, because you had the template. Like, it's funny they want to basically you know lean on all these. Know, basically member berries of of oh look we got Hayden oh look we're doing a, a pre Clone Wars era fight scene between him and uh, Ewan right uh, we have Darth Vader we have you know a young, we have young Leia running around we've got look a Captain Rex <laughs> we have a we have yeah Tamara Morrison as a washed up clone right um, look at look at and they don't think to use the one biggest thing for Star from Star Wars, which is That's the music. music. Yeah, yeah, which I mean, tells the story just as much as what's going on on screen. Well, hundred percent. Like, you know, it, it's a it flows together. Like, yes, it, the mu the music and the the mood. I mean, it's it's just yeah, they they go together. It, it's they're both iconic and like so. Yeah, it's just stupid. To say like we, yeah, I, oh, I don't agree. get it. Uh, so the Kenobi uh, composer also discussed working alongside Bill Ross, a longtime associate of Williams, for what she described as quote the handover episode. Uh, yeah, for sure. I had Bill Ross as well, who is John Williams' longtime collaborator. Episode six was the handover episode. So that was Bill Ross, John Williams. Uh, that episode was a collaboration of the three of us. It was very much overseen by everyone there, just kind of making sure that it was hitting the right points. And with something like that, it's John and Bill Ross have got over 40 years of Star Wars experience, so they know what Star Wars is and should be. <laughs> and I would say the... again, I would say again, it also comes down to uh, a director knowing where they want things placed. I'd say that was probably what was a big uh, big thing for Lucas. He knew what he what he wanted from the from the tracks. He he knew where he wanted it placed. Yeah. And yes, you could have these composers that they have their idea, but I mean, you got to have the director that is also probably sitting right there going, "Well, well, let's kind of move it here. This is where I think it might also be serving well." I mean, you, it just feels this just feels like it's an assembly line production, yeah, and not like a real creative endeavor. Well, it's it's like who's running who's like running the show here? Like the flying monkeys. Debra, 
Well, it's like, is Deborah in charge? Is Kathleen in charge? Is it, did, you know, Favreau he said he has, nothing, he has nothing to do with it, and Filoni's busy in Utah, Salt Lake. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, like to your point, like it, it makes no sense. I mean, that would that would make more sense if if it was an assembly line, like an assembly line production, like that makes sense because it doesn't flow. Uh, there's no like it breaks continuity on levels that we've really never seen or well that can be, yeah. I guess that that's an argument that can be argued that's you know a statement that can be uh, argued against um, but yeah I mean who's oh it's just so bad it's so bad like I like I it know. racks my brain trying to figure figure it out but yeah. I don't even think Deborah Chow's on the set. I really don't. I wonder what I she what, really, what, like, what again. Again, it's like want to be the fly on the wall at that place and wonder just what the hell is going on. Like really, what's going on? Not rumors, not you know, whatever. But what is really going on? Like, <laughs> if you were a director, like I don't know. I guess you can't make that argument. But I'm like, how could this thing even? going to production like how do people actually think that this is okay to like how did people think this was okay to even like produce yeah, I've, I mean, I've, I don't like know. are you <laughs> you know and yeah I but yeah and then we haven't seen like I haven't seen all of zero interviews with Deborah Trout after this thing had been released but boy howdy we've got Interviews for days with Hayden and, and Ian, Ewan, talking it up. Because it's probably in their contract. Like, and, hey, we're going to pay yeah, you. And the uh, Moses Ingram for her part. Uh, oh, yeah. We're going to pay you X amount of thousands and thousands of dollars to come back and do this. But you have to literally follow the script that we tell you. Like, you cannot say anything against, against it. Or, you know, we're not going to pay you. Or whatever it is. I don't know. Neither do I. I haven't seen any anything from Ingram though. After she falsely accused people, of, well, not falsely accused, but this whole race, the it whole was, racism. It was very skeptical. It was highly, very, uh, highly sus. I will say, right? As the kids would say. Yes, I haven't <sighs> seen any anything from her. She's been. It's tight been lit. really quiet. It's been at least on that front. So. Uh, so finally, Holt remarked that striking the right balance crucial part of the process and for my job it was like I just want to make sure that I'm walking the right line and striking the right balance between the old and the new and doing what Deborah Chow is asking me to do what Kathleen is asking me to do and yeah, yeah striking the right balance was definitely one of the challenges of the job and I don't think you're ever going to please everyone unless John Williams had come and scored the whole show but he's not 90 I don't think that was in the cards. So we tried to do the best if we could you, uh, uh, be, and be as respectful as possible to the that, original. That's a bunch of that's a bunch of crap. And like I said, like maybe I can't say it because it's not been confirmed that John Williams is going to come back and compose Indiana Jones 5. But if he is coming back and to make that comment, like, I don't know. It doesn't. Well, he might say be saving his energy for that movie. He's just done. He, maybe John Williams is actually like he sees like what they've just like what they've done and how they've destroyed Star Wars, and maybe he's like, uh, no, like you've 
lit the, you have gaslighted this, you've like burned to the ground, and I am not coming in to even attempt to save, to, to basically save you guys. Like, good on you, do what you want, uh, pound sand. I'm going to go do Indiana Jones 5 because that's, you know, the only thing Harrison Ford wants to do. I don't know. Maybe maybe to do that movie, they uh, he had to do this. Who knows? I think that you know to to that point, like I, Star Wars is beyond it's beyond saving. Like, and I and it, it breaks my heart to say that, but as long as Star Wars is in the hands of Disney, it is unsavable. And oh, it's going absolutely. to continue to uh, go, yeah, just live in the dumpster, the gutter, as they. I guess said. If to, uh, this was, if it was like somehow bought by somebody else, Apple. it would effectively it would effectively need. Oh God, I don't think that would be any better. Um, oh. It would effectively need to go on like a ten year hiatus. Oh yeah. Not just movies, but TV shows and comic books. They would need to basically go quiet, and yeah. then restructure everything. Dark Horse yeah. would have to come in and get the contract for the comic books. Well, you it's not even having Dark Horse. You just need, well, again, having good writers. And for sure. Bring, try and bring back that, the ones that aren't completely mentally freaked in the head. Yeah. To, again, pick up and start writing some great stories again. It just and start, like, you'd have yeah. to start rebuilding. because and, and not just rebuilding Star Wars itself, but then rebuild the goodwill between it and the fan base because look at what Lucasfilm has been doing. They've been, like you said, gaslighting and salting the fans and I mean, with, they came I out ahead Lucas of this show. Would, yeah. They came out ahead of this show and started calling all the fans racist and shit. Already, and we were already already like, oh, alright, we know. This show's gonna be hot dog water. Yeah. You know, I wish it, that it, yeah. it was the, it was a typical tactics of doing that. I really wish Lucas would come back, but I know he's old, older. He's probably trying to enjoy you know life with his kids and all that. But I really wish that. And we talked about like what I was hoping would happen is that you know Disney would sell it or some or they would somehow like Lucas would be the only guy that could they could basically save it and he had to come back and all this and that, but. I don't, yeah, I, I'm i scared to, to even think where Star Wars is going to go. Like, you're not even going to get Star Wars. Like, Star Wars is dead. Like, it, like as long as it's in the hands of Disney, it's dead. Like, you're, oh, you're never going to, you know, what, 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 you know, what we had with, you know, 4, 5, and 6, and 1, 2, and 3, we'll never get. We'll never get because they will never be able to match the brilliance of George Lucas. And this isn't me saying this in some type of, you know, idol, you know idolatry type way, but like, he he was the he was the creator of it, and nobody will ever be able to touch that. Nobody will ever be able to come close. And until they, yeah. you know, I don't know, man. It's just everything <laughs> is political with them. Everything's you know social justice, all this, all this inclusion. It's just they're more focused on the uh, message than than the actual stuff that they're the the content that they're creating. Yeah. They like it's just. Ah, pisses me off because it's like you can do so much with the EU. People like EU's not canon. EU's not canon. You know that the saga's not canon, and, and all this just this stupid, just oh god, stupidity. But they, they there's so much they could do with it. Yeah. 
It's right there. It's in your freaking hands. What was that? And what you were they saying before uh, we started getting more details on the Kenobi show? They had the blueprint. They yeah. had the template. They had the Kenobi book right there in their hands. That would have been perfect for adapting. They're so focused on their pride that they they can't like take stuff that had already been established and and run with it. That's what you're already doing. These characters, like you're you're deconstructing characters and then recreating them and calling it your own. They're, yeah, they're making nothing but a bunch of derivative characters that they can say, "Oh, look, we created this," but really, it's just a copy. Take the book. Poorly, it's a it's a poorly. Uh, Cheated off of homework tests or something, you know. It's take like, the book. Yeah. yeah, take the book. Give the writer the credit. Give credit where credit is due. So take the book. Credit the author. Credit Lucas, and then and then adapt it, and then be fine with it. And then maybe, just maybe, you might have you might not get your you know uh, attacked and not even. It's not even attacking. It's like it's it's standing up and calling out. Well, well it was it was it was basically like that like people were pointing out it all became like a self-fulfilling prophecy you started right. screaming that there's trolls attacking you and of course because it's the internet yes you're gonna actually have maybe a few people that are legitimate legitimate trolls and come in to mess with you oh for sure there's you're, people you're that need to go yourself as a target. yeah there are definitely people that need to go back under their bridge right <laughs> for sure well, but there's it, a... it's it's all about how you yourself will respond to it. Yeah, if you uh, shout it out and you know and don't laugh at it or mock it or whatever, yeah, you're just gonna get more of that sort of crap. I mean, it's... if they came out and said like, you know what, guys, like we really like we we hired Ruin Johnson and he really ruined it, and we we <laughs> apologize and you know something like that. If you if you owned up to it, then like I can live with that. But it's the fact that, like, you're just oblivious to, like, what you've created. Yeah. I'm very scared. I'm very, very much scared to to see where Star Wars goes. We should probably just stop calling it Star Wars, because Star Wars literally ended with with episode um, three. Well, I mean, yes, three. Four, five, six, one, two, three. That's where it ended. uh, Yeah. Yeah. that's That's where it ended, and, you know, out of respect, we should just, you know keep it there but yeah i'm definitely scared to see where it goes you know it's kind of like open air you know tim from open airlock talks about like this new truck stuff and and where they're going with it and i guess i'm a star trek fan but yeah it's like you know because i think we all can you know peep the the people on the like the star trek fans will say like you know gene ronenberry's like he created good stuff right and then this whole new truck which i'm not familiar with that they just kind of screwed the pooch and it's no different with star wars Lucas, in my opinion, wiped the floor with Roddenberry, but, you know, created <laughs> great content, and then Lucas, or, you know, Disney took it over, and, you know. Yeah. I'm one of those people that I'm of the mind of, you know, for, when it comes to this, certainly when it comes to Star Trek, it's only the original series. There's, that's right. it. Wait, with William Shatner? Oh, yeah, with Shatner. Yeah, Leonard Nimoy. Nimoy. And, it, yeah. That was like, it was practically bros in space. It was great. It was awesome. Kirk took no yeah. shit. It was, it was, that was still, and to me, that's yeah. the only Star Trek that I, I, I'll ever rewatch. <laughs> Personally, yeah. that's me. Yeah, 
But I, yeah, I'm curious to see what's going to happen. I think even I think Kennedy herself said years ago that she was she didn't want to do any more trilogies. That they were done with we were going away from trilogy. She she talked out both sides of she talked out both sides of her mouth. She's like we're done with trilogies, but we're still what did she say? I'd have to pull up the article, but she's like we want to we want to move away from trilogies, but that's not to say we won't do trilogies or something along those lines. It was the dumbest thing <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. It's like. I'm going to eat healthy. Major yeah. It's like I'm going to I'm going to eat healthy, but I'm also going to eat this Big Mac real quick. <laughs> so, so let me just get let me just eat this <laughs> Yeah. So Oh god. Well, we want to jump into Mando or is there another article? Are we still uh, going through this one. Or? I mean, we were basically finished with this one cuz I mean, this yeah. is just kind of, you know, finishing up fluff on that yeah final thoughts on this article do you have any because i have mine i I think i mean the only thing i could say is just that you know you you could have you i i just don't understand why they couldn't have used the music that we know Well, bring back what's the who's the the composer that did um the um, oh my goodness, a brain fart. Uh, Shadows of the Empire was it Joel, Joel Neely? Joe Neely? Joel McNeely? Joel McNeely. Bring him on, man. I don't know if that's what you were touching on earlier when I when I had to get off for a moment, but like, freaking bring him on. Like, if you don't want to go John Williams route, or you're not sure that you can use John that's Williams, what, like I, I was saying that last week. Okay, that's yeah. Finale, I was like, you know, why not bring in. Um, someone that is familiar with making uh, Star Wars Good music, music. Yeah. and not only, yeah, kind of, not kind of, but did uh, do some tracks that were from the original trilogy, and then also make new ones that they, they put together. And, I mean, Jesus. Fantastic. It would, yeah, I, you know, I don't know. It's like they got the. It's like they, whoever composed the music off of Sesame Street did this music for this show. <laughs> Oof. I feel like I don't. I don't know, man. It's just they're so like. I don't know. I, until they put me in the ground, I will. I there's no like I. I can't even rewatch it. I can't even rewatch any of any of these episodes because it's it's that bad. I. Well, I mean, that's been that, that's been my point to a lot of things is the fact that you know when it comes to, uh, like between the prequels and the sequels, like uh, like I told people, yeah, I had my problems like with the with the prequels when they first came out and stuff. But the thing was, was I was still able to rewatch them. I I still oh, put them sure. on and stuff like that. But this the sequel trilogy, I don't want anything to do with. I don't even listen. Know. Like I used to have the the riff tracks versions of the 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 sequel trilogy, and they were making fun of the movie. But even then, I'm just kind of like, I don't care. I don't want to watch this right. at all. None of it. I'm done. You know. I would much rather watch. Yeah, I would much rather watch. Oh, hell, let's be honest. Jar Jar fighting the battle droid. The the battle droid that got attached onto his leg was a better fight than Ray and Kylo and. Freaking! <laughs> I mean, that's literally all the the, the sequel is Ray and Kylo. That's, that's it. I mean, ugh, so bad. It's 
so bad. Yeah, like I, they're they're yeah. I, to your point, like you can go back and rewatch them. I can't. I cannot. I shan't. On principle, go back and watch any of these episodes. I will not do it. Neither will I. I won't. This series, like it is, like any of these series, like any of these shows, I just will not rewatch unless it's going to be for something like this that we're doing right now. You know, talking about them, reviewing them, or whatever. Yeah. I won't go back and rewatch these. These will be memory yeah. hold to me, even, and I'll forget about it at some point. Um, this this show has inspired me to go back and rewatch or reread the book. And I read that book in a week, mind you. Wait, it was like a week. What book? Uh, Kenobi. Oh, <laughs> I read that book in a week. I think I we, I read it in uh, like less than two weeks. Because yeah, so I'll go back and reread the book and be perfectly fine, and continue to rip on on Kenobi. But well, should we get into? Uh, well, um, just before we do, or I did you got wanna, another um, one you want to go? Yeah, I, there's not an article necessarily. There's just another thing I wanted to um, just kind of go into really quick, and it's this it. uh, total conversion mod. Ooh. Yeah, uh, it's uh, a total conversion mod of another game. Uh, another kind of, yeah, I guess it's an oldish game. It seems to be rather uh, moddable. Uh, which is the old ge- the original game is the Star Wars X-wing Alliance, and Ooh. they uh, t- did a total conversion mod, turning it into Tie Fighter, which I l- loved that game back in the day. Played the shit out of that because that's where you got to be an Imperial, right? Um, but um, and I've gotten to play, uh, but listen, I wanted to play this trailer and just kind of go over it really quick. Not, not many games actually allow you to be the Empire. Like, legitimately the Empire. And where they are portraying them as douche, douchebags. Right. So, like you're saying, this is kind of the, the way the original game looks. Which I mean, I to me, I'm like, yeah, I th- I'd still play it. Looking, dude, some of these graphics good. are better than uh, Rogue Squadron, <laughs> or the is it Rogue Squadron? Yeah. Boom. Transforms into the new new UI and everything. And they're remaking it. Like it is, it's a total conversion, remaking it. Yeah, remaking Tie Fighter, and I mean, look at this. The visuals are impressive as hell. Oh, I'm. Are you hearing it? this? No, the music's not. Oh, playing, son of a gun! I didn't know if it was uh, able to or not. Me. Well, I didn't know if it was <laughs> able to. I was just enjoying watching it. God dang it! Oh, shut up! You Now the music really kicked in. Anyways. Oh, there you go. Yeah, 
Boom. I, I just love that transition, showing the old game and then the new total conversion mod. It's like, wow. When is this? When they're going to be done with it? Or are they done uh, with it it's now? It's already. It's already. It's it, there's. Uh, it's already released. And I'll I'll go into that at, uh, with this after this trailer for sure. And it's still being worked on. Great. You got all the battle scenarios. Training. This is legit. Yeah, so you kind of had to get an extra mod on top of things to get it to look like, to get it going. Oh, I but see. But it's very, it's very, it, once you know what's going on, it's very easy to install. Serve the Emperor. Hold the Empire! Nothing like vaping some rebel scum. When did this game come out? I know, obviously it's uh, older, but... 98? Nine... Originally? Oh, wow. Certainly the late 90s. Mid to late 90s, I want to say. So yeah, that was the TIE Fighter Total Conversion mod. And if you're uh, watching, you can find it through that name on YouTube. The guy has been posting updates there. Um, to find a channel. Take Angel. my money. I'm I'm freaking subscribed already. Um, I'm gonna be following the shit out of this for sure. Can I, um, he just needs to take my money because I'm ready for this. Hang on. Um, so yeah, and he's been like I said, he's been uh, put, ten days ago even posted the last uh, last update. He had a version 1.3 patch update news, which he is just kind of going over what's going to be happening, uh, when it's going to be out, and stuff like that for the. So mod. this guy's the one that's he he's the guy that's spearheading it. He's the one, yeah, the one working on this. I'm I don't know if he's got a team or not, but certainly uh, putting in the elbow grease to make this possible. And God, um, it's certainly a trip to. And I did. I um. I got. I downloaded it. I installed it. I got. To, I played it for. I was trying to play it for a little bit. I. The only problem is, is that I would say you want to have a flight stick. Yeah. To play this, I tried. Oh, using, really? Like I could kind of use the controller, but not it great. Just, it just was not a, a smooth transition. And for I, I was just fumbling with trying to get the keyboard actions to work. So I waited and uh, I grabbed a, f uh, a joystick to uh, to play this game for 20 bucks. Yeah. So um, when I do get that, for sure, I'm going to be uh, playing that a lot, a little more and get... <clears throat> I think this is the same... I think this is the same game that my... So as, when we first started the show, I, I told you a little bit about my uncle, how he got me into... Star Wars, but I think I've played this game before years ago on a 
Oh god, Macintosh, like an old beat oh, up be, white. Yeah, old Mac PC. Yes, because uh, he had he had a joystick control, like uh, one of those like yeah, the, you know, the flight sticks. Yes, flight sticks. And uh, yeah, so I think uh, I'll have to text him and, and ask him. But I'm pretty sure I've I've played this. I'm not going to show my age or anything, but yeah. Well, and you know this is this this is the thing too is that you can go on to, um, for example. GOG.com. They have all the Star Wars games, including the old ones. Right. And you can get X so that the X Wing Alliance, that's the game that's being used. They even have X Wing versus TIE Fighter. They have the special edition of X Wing if you want to play the original original. But you will need this game if you want to um, to install the mods and be able to play that total conversion. But like it Effort. is, I mean yeah. it's ten bucks. Fortunately, it looks like the the sales ended that they had going for the summer sales, but I, you could always keep an eye on it if you wanted to go a little bit cheaper. But I mean, so even for then, those, just ten those, bucks for yeah. a full game, and then not bad. Um, oh yeah, and then um, they have all the links in the description on getting this sucker installed. Just follow all that, and yeah. you're good to go. I was gonna say for those of us. Well, myself included, but those that might be listening, is it a pretty hard game? Is, are the, is the mod hard to install or not really? No, it's just no, okay. um, like I just needed to know the order that I was trying to install everything, and I didn't realize that. Oh, I needed this um, other mod, the uh, the right. X Wing Alliance upgrade mod, to then get the, the ball rolling further. Nice. Uh, see if I can pull that. Because you know me, I know everything there is to know about computers. Of course. Um, pull this up really quick, too. So, yeah, it's uh, X, uh, X, XWAupgrade.com. You'll be, you'll be taken to the uh, X-Wing Alliance upgrade. So this is what helps, certainly, like you see... Uh, update the models and textures and stuff like that for the game nice. and then follow everything else through and I'll provide I'll, uh, I'll shoot links in the description for this too to uh, for anybody that is interested in the mod it's definitely it's it's worth it and I'm gonna be really uh, looking forward to getting um, um, getting the flight stick to try out the game even more. Which you guys it, beat it, Republic Commando really quick, so you start playing. This I, one. Know. <laughs> I know, I yeah. know. I gotta get, I gotta start playing that too. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to give that a real. Yeah, that's, shout I'm glad you did because I, I didn't know anything about this. I'm always looking for mods. I'm always looking for stuff like this for old games to see if there's total conversions or whatever. Because I'm always like, you know, I wouldn't mind a new textures or something like that, just to kind of help upgrade update things a little bit but i'll still right. play games as they were oh yeah so, um yeah totally I, I was like i gotta give this i wanted to talk about this at some point i wanted to get a little more game time in but i wait i missed the first opportunity that i had to get the flight stick at 20 bucks it went back up in price where, where did you if get I, the, the flight stick from uh amazon oh okay i gotcha i gotcha uh Drop it in the private chat. Yes, I. 
because it was like thirty nine ninety nine or thirty something bucks, but it dropped back down fifty percent again. I'm like, sweet, grabbing it. And now it's not on sale anymore. It's on sale again. That's why I grabbed. Oh, it. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Yes, I'm up yeah, to it's go 19 grab it. again. Uh, the Sentinel. I really need to just bite the bullet and get a gaming PC at this point. All the Star Wars games are on PC, and you'll be future proofed, pretty much. Um, and I mean, I mean, I finally like a, you don't even need like a super rig, especially if you're just looking to play older games. If you're just looking to stick to the old uh, Star Wars games and stuff like that. You're you're solid. And even then, uh, and I I don't like Reddit much, but. If you go to the board, uh, our PC Master Race, uh, they'll they have plenty of budget builds and stuff that you yeah. can look at and put together, and you'll be set to go. Man, I finally did it, and it, you you could tell them how long it. We had talked about me getting a computer, but I finally you yeah. know <laughs> did it, and I I don't regret it at all. So you know what? There's I, a little positivity for the Star Wars right thing. Thank goodness, because it was so. It's been so negative. <laughs> it's been so negative, so That's terrible. Uh, I mean, um, you know. and also, um, oh, and this is a site that I use a lot for checking out for mods. It's uh, moddb.com. This is where Mod. I, uh, you can also find the Tie Fighter total conversion. Which again, I'll be putting it in the description when I get the chance, and you can follow the links, follow all the uh, info being updated too here, not just the YouTube channel, but here as well. And this is where you can also certainly find uh, the tutorials on how to install it. And certainly, anybody that follows me on Twitter and stuff, if you got questions, I'll try and help. But otherwise, it's fairly straightforward. They need. They have any updated mods for Dark Forces? Oh god, there's been like so many like teaser projects and stuff like that, but nothing yeah. that's seen real uh completion unfortunately. Yeah. I'll have to start looking again. It's been a while since I've looked. Don't, I've wanted like, one for I've wanted one for Shadows of the Empire. Yeah, it's like don't tease us, just do it. <laughs> it's kinda like what people say too, it's like when they, especially when people are like trying to do remake mods of old games like uh either Chrono Trigger or a yeah. Nintendo game like Metroid. It's always called, dudes, keep sh keep your mouth shut, develop the game, get it and done, then, get yeah, it ready, and, then, and it. then put it out because you know you're going to get the uh, NDA strikes or whatever. Uh, you're going to get striked down fast, especially oh, when it's yeah. Nintendo or Square. They, they strike that stuff fast, which is just counterproductive. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's but, like they got people watch, actively like watching people's Twitter. Yeah, practically, right? So like, oh, you mentioned yeah, you mentioned it's, it's always though. been that. But I mean, the nice thing is that with these games, for sure, it's been just uh, uh, everybody's playground. They they there hasn't been this craziness for strikes and cease and desist. That's what I, that's what I was actually trying to right. uh, remember was the cease and desist and stuff. So the, definitely. Um, it's it's just an open open playground for people to do these kind of mods and stuff. So, well, it's exciting. I'll be definitely uh, buying my flight stick and looking into uh, how to download this mod. 
Absolutely. And I definitely, like I said, like it is, the nice thing is on GOG.com, the game is uh, no DRM or anything like that. You get to purchase the game. It's yours. You download it. You can download oh, it nice. onto your computer fully. Uh, I've backed up practically a lot of my library from that site because of it. So that's the great thing about them. Uh, they they certainly uh, keep away from that sort of shit. Yeah. So anytime, definitely a place I'd recommend. And they've got, oh, they pretty much have kind of made the old games playable on new systems. And that's the extra, that's the added bonus to it all too, is that they've made these games playable on new systems. You can play them. You just might need the flight sticks or whatever, whatever it might be to get into it. So, right, that's for sure. Um, place that's I legit. recommend. That's legit. Oh yeah, totally. So yeah, a bit I know of what I'm going to be doing after the show. Going to this website. Now I think I'll be switching back to Kyle. I'm feeling good again. There you go. Kyle's happy face. <laughs> I'm just analogous all the time. <laughs> just I don't my hate. You. Just hate all the time. Alright. So do we want to get into yeah. Mandalorian? Yeah. Let's, all right. uh, Let's do this. Pull this up. <clears throat> pull my notes up here. It's kind of weird going back to the old the old format since we've been doing those war those <laughs> I was the I didn't like, like watch party. Sort of I know stuff. I was like I was yeah. trying to figure out remember how to do it. Let's see. Yeah, this episode. Uh, you know, are you a fan of Bill Burr? Uh eh, I mean, I've I, I there's been some of his comedy stuff that I've seen before that I've enjoyed. I. I'm not, I mean I'm not a I'm not a I'm not I mean a clearly fan. we don't like him call, as a stormtrooper. <laughs> I wouldn't call myself a fan, but I don't yeah. dislike him. Yeah. I just think he did kind of, you know, puss out when it came to the whole Corano thing. Oh, 100%. Just showed his belly along yep. with everybody else. Absolutely. Um well. So it was difficult, but it wasn't as it, it was kind of difficult getting through. But it's definitely easier easier to get through than some. Um, I didn't have an exuberant amount of notes, but I did take probably about a page worth of notes. I still got about my usual for this stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Chapter fifteen: The Believer. Uh, so, like, I, I even said with my notes, I had to make sure and actually watch the recap because I. Kind oh, of, I know. So. <laughs> usually, I like. Usually, I just skip through the recap. Sometimes, yeah. I kinda, so, watch the recaps for things, and then uh, which got us, of course, it gets you introduced to Mayfeld again. Like, oh, that's right. That's I forgot. He was the he was part of the main reason for them being at this place or whatever. I'd kind of forgotten that. <laughs> I just remember the yeah. bullshit scene that comes later. Uh, yeah. So um, I, I said uh, I just had to had to say you know how sad they've turned the ATATs into junkers. Yeah. Um, and I said ah Mayfield Mayfield's become a scrapper huh? Uh, why isn't Mayfield just happy to be going along with Dune because she comes up and offers or not offers but says you're coming with me we're getting you out of here or whatever got a job for you. 
He's, he's just like whining and complaining. The Lord is like, what? Go, what? What's going on? What's going on? Like, dude, shut the freak up and just accept the fact that you're getting you're getting let out, basically. Um, and then I, I had to laugh. Uh, see how second fiddle Boba really is, as he's just uh, just as acting as the bodyguard. I know he said he owes Mando, but this just, it just seems like a weird setup to me. Um, then Mayfeld's trying to get to the bottom of what Mando wants from, uh, as he, <laughs> and I was making fun of him, uh, what he wants, uh, gets to the bottom from what, he, what Mando wants as he wets his jumper, but Cara Dune makes it quite clear how, uh, he had to break a lot of rules to get him for this mission. Uh, he's because he's wanted for his imperial dealings and the possibility he knows clearance codes and protocols and stuff like that. But it's like if he left the Imperials, he probably would be out of either the only things he'd be allowed to touch would basically just trying to wouldn't even be getting in through the front door. If he, that's the thing I wondered, and if he in fact, I guess it, it all depends leave. on how he left. Yeah, if he did leave, or if he faked his death, or whatever, yeah, faked his death, or, I mean, that wouldn't make much sense, so. Um, so yeah, wanted for his imperial dealings, but then once Mayfeld hears it's Moff Gideon, uh, he again wets his pants as he says he's out, but even he's a bit of a softy after hearing how the Womp Rat was taken and relents a bit. So it takes the whole my kid. The kid's been kidnapped, and I need your help. And he goes, "Oh, fine." Is it is again kind of like this quick jump of going from no way in hell to all right, fine, I'll help you. It's kind of like the the fact that the guy in the Obi Wan show. The fact that they're they're oh my goodness, I my brain is just water right now. Re- referring to him as the kid, like his kid, like I like I don't. Where's my spray bottle? Um, I just put recap scene as like uh, Dune rescuing Mayfield. Oh, look, it's Slave One and Dad bought Fit with Mando. (laughs) Touching reunion. Um, Said Mayfield decides to help Mando get the Womp Rat back. Uh, And then Mayfield's just cringe joke. Um, He just keeps going and going, and I'm calling him. It's like, just stop. Just shut up. Yeah, I was like, uh, Mayfield and Dune going at it. Um,. Wow, what did I decide to? I don't know what I, I think that may have been a typo, but I'll skip that one. I, then I just put a. Uh, uh, I'll just end up that. I don't know what I wrote, so I'll just put the yeah Mayfield and Dune <laughs> going at it. Um, oh, uh, do and I put doing the doing the dude getter. Uh, <laughs> getting back, getting back at it, and then I was like, "Gotta love Burr's humor." Um, um yeah, yeah, I had uh, uh, Mayfeld knows of a secret imperial mining facility on some planet called Morak, uh, and I looked it up just to be sure. It's a Disney planet. Uh, I was, yeah, I I never heard of it. And it neither yeah. did I. So, but I just had to at least check and see. He says that uh, there is where he can get to one of the terminals to get the information they want. Which is kind of funny considering there's supposed to be a secret mining facility, but they're still plugged in enough to be able to get that kind of imperial detail information on where the 
Gideon's ship is at and everything. Right. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. It seems a little weird. Um, Mayfield tries to be snarky, goes over about as well as a wet fart. Um, but they, oh uh, yeah, they give us the, uh, they give us the audience the wink and nudge as to what's probably going to happen. A lot of explosions because of the, um, Rhydonium. The hell's right? Yeah, and I, yeah, I didn't. Right, but another Disney thing. Because it's so volatile and explosive. And I said, uh, and I, yeah, oh, God dang it. Actually, I hit a key and I jumped all the way back up to the top of my notepad. Um, I said, uh, yeah, here we are. Uh, I understand that this is some, quote, secret mining facility and all, but you're telling me the Imperials, as obvious as they are with their gear and all, that they have zero security to this planet for someone to just fly in to fly in and all. Come on. This is, again, like the not having Imperial Star Destroyers in the sky, keeping Kenobi and those whatever you want to call them, refugees or whatever, escaping that, escaping Jabin. There were yeah. none in the sky. There's none... They just were able to get get out scot free, like what? Yeah. But you'd think there'd be like some kind of. Well, Sheev hadn't taken out that in, that galactic loan out yet. I guess not. Oh. Um, I said, and then uh, so everyone in our little ragtag group has the potential to be ratted out due to uh, genetic signatures or just recognize a face, Boba. Due to any New Republic registry, but wouldn't the Internet uh, Imperial Security Bureau be using Imperial database as well, which uh, uh, Mando is part of, seeing as Gideon named him and also, oh fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just they're going over like why they couldn't take these other people on this mission with uh, with Mayfeld, but yet. Mando's okay because he's apparently not part of any registry, even though Gideon named would, him. Gideon named him. He knew him, so he would theoretically be in the Imperial database. Certainly, if Gideon's the coordinates to his ship is in there, I would imagine so is all this information he had on these people. So certainly, Mando would be one of them. Um, you would think maybe maybe I'm just stupid please somebody explain that how it works <laughs> I feel stupid after watching all these shows <laughs> uh, so then Mando agrees to be uh, the one to go uh, to go though since he's uh, sees them wearing a helmeted gear so he won't be, have to, quote, show his face. Uh, more banter from Mayfeld. Then he just won't shut up. He also wastes no time at taking his own helmet off as Mando is staying quiet and keeping his helmet on. That's always the funny. It's like nobody can keep their helmet on for more than fucking five minutes. If that. If that. Except yeah. for Mando, apparently. You. He had managed at least at one point to keep his dang helmet on. 
Um, and of course, they noticed the destroyed vehicles due to the Rhydonium volatility. Uh, Mayfeld pulling the whole no difference in New Republic Galactic Empire when it comes to common people, and they're all invaders to them. And tries to get into uh, into it with Mando about his rules of the helmet. Which I think we kind of talked about too in the fir- for the first season when he talks about not taking off his helmet, and even though like at one point he is also in clear sight of people. But yeah, the when he was eating his uh, yeah. yeah, he was like on the patio or whatever. So, um, oh yeah, and then this getting into the whole pirates attacking. That's so stupid. Uh, so stupid. <laughs> well, now, oh, look, it, pirates! Yeah, like, we have, we have, we have pirate. We have yar the pirates. They're coming to attack this ship. Um, but I was like, but what was ridiculous? Like seriously, a gun jam? Yeah. Or a laser pistol? I don't see. He how must, maybe he had a stovetop uh, jam. <laughs> uh, and then I'm like, and then he throws it. What the hell? It, it, I don't know if you've I don't know if you've ever watched uh, Venture Brothers. Mm-mm. I, w- no. I was trying to I was trying to find it. Too. I wanted to get the clip, but it's just funny because they're they're shooting. It's kind of like a the Venture Brothers kind of started started out as kind of a Johnny Quest spoof. Yeah. But, um, there's these guys that are, are are shooting at them, and one guy runs out of ammo, and he just throws his gun. <laughs> And the guy right next to him goes, why'd you throw the gun? You know we have more ammo, right? He's like, yeah, but it just looks so cool. It's like, but seriously, uh. why'd you throw the gun? There's no point. Uh, and I, uh, but let the comedy action scene commence. I mean, that's, they don't have serious, it's like they don't have, they don't do serious action. No. They all, they, it's all kind of it's all kind of like terrible that piece action of like either comedic or just mostly just yeah just kind of comes off as generally being comedic it's not trying yeah. to be serious it's I mean, marvel Jesus, look, just look at um uh, even in return of the jedi i mean they 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 played up a death scene for one of the stupid little ewoks it's good and serious right know? come on it was just, it's just like these are all it really. They even made these pirates just so dispensable. Um, and then so after some sloppy choreography, Mando kills two birds with one stone with the thermal detonator. He find, he throws the last one that they find, they planted on the on that truck, grabs and he throws. He blows up the two uh, carriers for those guys. I said, oh, so the Imperials do know how to use TIE Fighters as they're dispatched to deal with the remaining pirates that were attacking the vehicle. Also, some stormtroopers slash, I think they were, I think they were swamp troopers? Uh, excuse me. Come out and deal with the remaining pirates trying to attack the base. And this is what? a rare occasion we get stormtroopers actually, you know, killing people. Right. Were those stormtroopers ones in Rogue One? Were they like uh, are they sand trooper or they're not sand? Tro- what are they? Beach troopers? 
Beach Troopers, Swamp Troopers. I don't know, something like that. They they were. Oh, well, this is a rarity. I thought we weren't supposed to be getting this problem anymore of J Hitman uh, dropping out at the hour thirty mark. Although we're at hour forty four, so we're doing a little better than usual. But unfortunately, we'll have to wait a moment for him to come back in. And he's got, oh, there he is. Hit the wrong button. You hit the. <laughs> I, was I, like, wrong what the I don't know what happened. I, like, I don't know. And then, like, I hit the wrong button. And then I have a hyper, like, I have the like the Razer Basilisk, my my gaming mouse. So, like, I'm trying. Oh, I was like, oh crap, oh crap, like trying to get back in, and I couldn't find my freaking cursor on the screen. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. I thought this wasn't supposed to be happening. We're a little over the hour. No, no, I'm on my computer, but it's like, that's listen, what like, any, that's what I was confused about. Anybody out there that wants to either really improve their KDR or destroy their KDR, get this gaming mouse because you won't be able to find the cursor. That's how sensitive <laughs> it is. Well, that's up to yeah. you and what you do for the settings. Yeah, well, I'm um, still trying to figure it out. But yeah, I don't know what those troopers were. Exactly. I think they're the ones from Rogue One, but I yeah, don't, I believe so. I don't know. Uh, uh, so yeah, there's, there's, they get uh, once they get inside the building, they get practically a hero's welcome for making it there. Yeah, everyone's cheering. Uh, did you have anything? Uh, yeah, yeah. So I did. I. Like I said these notes are really short because I was really trying to just get just make it through this this episode. But I was like, uh, gotta love Burr's humor. Burr trying to uh, make an awkward conversation, or try to Burr trying to make um, the conversation awkward. Or I guess not awkward. Amanda not having it. Uh, phase one is this? A, I was like, phase one is this Marvel inspired? I was like, uh, everything practically. Is yeah, lovely drive through the village. Bird does what he does best. Uh, does best uh, poke the bear. Pirates. Where's Captain Jack? And I put an homage to Saving Private Ryan. So I, you, you said, um, what was the movie called that you were referencing when he throws the gun? Oh, I was referencing the show, The Venture Brothers. Okay, I said I've never seen it, but I was doing the Saving Private Ryan where. Bring the guy, the one of the captains or whatever, he's in the gunfight, he loses, you know, he runs out of ammo, and he gets hit, and he's like, shut up, and then he's like, he throws the gun at him, and so that's what <laughs> I just, yeah, I thought of, um, and then I was like, uh, the Empire's really cutting down on the cost of efficient armor, she would have kept the budget in balance, <laughs> um, and then I was like, the longest fuse on this thermal detonator ever. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, I'm like, Return of the Jedi, Leia was holding that thermal for a good bit. She also disengaged it, but yeah, I mean, valid point. I just feel like this was a very, like, if no, you're getting, like, it, okay, it, but if you're going to blow something up, though, like, felt yeah, Leia probably wasn't intentionally planning on blowing something up. I think these guys obviously were, so they probably should have had a shorter fuse, but anyways, I digress. I was like, oh, look, more pirates and the Empire to the rescue, as they always have been, for those of you who are rebel scum. Um, <laughs> and then I was like, where did the rest of these... I think I missed the, the, the TIE fighters. So the TIE fighters come in and blows everything to smithereens. But I was like, where did the rest of these pirates come from? They were just blasted. Um, uh, no, the Well, no, I said the rest of the, the pirates... Oh yeah, they well yeah. Get, well, you know, they're um. They had the 
three or four so skiffs. They just seemed like they, it seemed like they just kept having more reinforcements. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, that's right. The, the TIE Fighters took out the big group. And then right. there was another big group at the end of the, at the start of the bridge. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, apparently there's a ton of them. Go figure. Yeah. And then I put a... When did Stormtroopers start saluting? Did I miss something in canon? Did they did they salute? Well, I mean, that's just kind of basic military. Well, I'm just saying this was more of a, like, a United States salute. You know, like a military salute. I, oh. Maybe I, mean, I missed it. I don't know. I, I don't think it was until Force Awakens that they had a special salute. I just remember when Vader came aboard the Tantum Five or the Tantum was it Tantum Five, like the, the stormtroopers. They, they stood you know, at attention. They just yeah, yeah they stood at attention. There was no like, you know, salute whatever. I just I caught I'm that. Pretty, I thought it was silly. I'm pretty sure the Imperial officers and stuff saluted. So. I could be wrong, but I was like, I just maybe I missed it. But um, I was like these, and then I put these two guys in the front of the transport look like ally soldiers. <laughs> from like World World War One, World War One, World War Two. I, I don't know my history. I think World War One, um, two, two, both, whatever, doesn't matter. Uh, I was like, uh, it's in the. I was like, it's in the mess. Oh look at this mess, and the helmet off. Um, <laughs> well, certainly put, for Bird at the moment. Right. I put a. Uh, are these Death Death Star troopers? The ones the. Uh, the helmet, you know, the guys with the helmet that actually, I forget, I'm forgetting the name, but they actually did the controls for the, the Death Star. Um, I'll stop there and let you go, because the rest of it, I, th I think I may have jumped ahead of you a little bit. Oh, no worries, no worries. Um. Uh, where was I? Okay, uh, yeah, Mayfeld is again wetting his pants over the possibility of some Imperial officer he used to serve under may or may not recognize them. Instead of just going straight to the device, acting casual, Berg's out, leaving, cry leaving and crying to Mando about it. Um, so the ter terminal has to do a face scan in order to... This is a, this is a stupid freaking moment. Uh, I... So the terminal has to do a face scan in order to let someone in. So, just anyone? I'd imagine they'd have to be registered at, uh, registered Imperial, right? So they just stupid. wouldn't let security be so relaxed that they would let any old jackass use it, right? So, Man so Mando takes the data stick and goes for it. Naturally, it won't scan uh, the helmet, but his face works! What the hell, Empire? Oh, uh, it's just so bad. Like uh. said, this is supposed <laughs> So he goes to this terminal to scan his information. It scans his face. And it's supposedly scanning their DNA practically. For a call, that's what it was, right? How? What? Yeah. Makes zero sense. I mean, I know they may not have his face, but, I mean, I don't, I just, but just yeah. to let anybody, you know, that other stuff aside, to just let any face work, 
seems like a glaring hole in insecurity to me. It's he's not even an imperial. That's the thing. He's yeah. He's a. Uh, properly registered imperial he's got no i saw that i'm like are you are you kidding me like how is this a th he's like it's just some random joe schmo off the street like can you put in a, a security cylinder and um just yeah you know oh, so stupid so stupid you see why it's so hard for me to get through this episode well certainly <laughs> that that part is just like you I mean, they say it's a secret mining facility, so they're trying to keep things under wraps on top of it. You would think security would be a lot higher. This is like that stupid scene of Obi Wan, where all the all, all she had to do what was her name Tala. All she had nah, to do Tala, was, yeah. All she had to do was <clears throat> apparently be a little assertive with the guy, and gets let in. Not yeah. not like I said when we were reviewing that episode. Not going. Um, actually, who's the commanding officer? I need to talk right. to him to clarify the, you know, make sure and uh, get clearance for you to verify your your story here. Yeah, this is the same. It's just plot convenience. That's all it is. It, all the all the setup too, and you know, I talk about wanting villains again. But it's just like they, I don't know, man. It's, it was just it's, set up to basically set up to have this guy be the very much the, the mustache twirling uh, evil imperial that, you know, waste everybody at a, at a moment's notice and not really justified in what he was doing. Right. Yeah. Damn. Um, anyway, uh, the commanding o uh, officer, Valen Hess, decides to start questioning the rando Mando and asking for his TK designation. Uh, funny, Hess doesn't sound imperial, especially for a guy that was apparently part of the Empire during its heyday. The Imperials all kind of had that, you know, British accent. It didn't sound southern. Right. Yeah. Which I'm no, like, so uh, bad. I'm like, of course they made him a southerner. Because of course. <laughs> like, you don't already kick that part of the country enough. Yeah. Um, then, yeah, Mayfeld now starts dropping the name of the disastrous mission that Hess was in command of. We, well, we finally get some cartoony evil, and Mayfeld starts blasting, and Mando has to join in as they make their escape. They had their whole little dueling moment of going over that whole botched operation or whatever. I hate to say it, he did have a point. People want, they want a bit of I rule. mean, yeah. Why you all hate the Empire for, rebel scum? <laughs> um. Then yeah, they're making their escape. Uh, Cara Dune and Fennec now get to finally start doing something as they start sniping the Imperials. Boba caught napping, probably. 
Because he was in the ship and they said he could start making his way there. He's probably in the back to tank in his ship. <laughs> um, both Mayfield and Mando make it into Boba's ship for the escape after a little bit of more shooty shoot. Uh, Mayfield does a little snipey snipe action and blows up the facility like we were knew we would be getting. Um, I said, <laughs> wow, look at that. A couple of TIE fighters uh, giving chase after Slave 1. That's quickly dispatched by the detonation bomb from Attack of the Clones Django used. Okay. <laughs> the so seismic, uh, yeah. Yeah, the seismic charge thing or whatever. Because we know we have to just wrap up the episode. Right. We can't really have like a dogfight or anything like that. Something cool to go on. Nostalgia. Um, hey, Django. Uh, all a bit of a cathartic moment for Mayfield and blowing up the facility. Cara Dune actually allowing Mayfield to go the hell out of there. Playing that he died in the explosion. And without a thank you. Yeesh. He doesn't even thank them. He just walks away. No. no thanks for letting me go. Um, back to Gideon's ship. Mando sends an open declaration of attack to Gideon, and we are prepared for the finale. That's pretty much in line with what I had. I uh, I just a couple of notes here. I said uh, Mayfield found his bollocks and his sharpshooter skills. Um. Uh. I was like, now, come on. The poor trooper just wanted his Karelian ale. Um, <laughs> you didn't see... He's like, you didn't see his face, but the whole garrison did. Um, I was like, who's uh, who's spotting who and who's giving the orders? Referencing uh, Fennec uh, telling Boba. Uh, whatever she... I forget what she told him, but yeah. Uh, these literally... These guns literally look like uh, those. Uh, I said these literally look like Vietnam air uh, anti-aircraft guns. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's basically what they were. Yeah, um, I was like, oh, slave one to the rescue. Uh, nostalgia bait. Uh, Mayfield is free. Uh, Moff Gideon gets Mando's message. So that's all I have. It was like I said, very, very difficult for I was trying to get through it last night. So. Um, yeah. I don't so me. many I issues. I, I didn't watch it till this morning. <laughs> it's so so many like I just there's so many there's so so many things that I just I don't I don't get like I don't understand the like the pirates yet but you know the pirates scene is stupid the tie fighter scene like uh, and then the helmet and then like him saying I didn't see your face it's like guy you did see his face and so did the whole garrison that like. You know. Well, and even in those two episodes in Book of Boba Fett, Mando copped up to it that, yeah, I took my helmet off in front of people. Yeah. Um, so so then, like, he, the, he the southern... Uh, well, then he does it again in the finale. Yeah, and then the, the southern imperial guy, guy, imperial officer from Texas, irritating. <laughs> like, to your point, like, in the, like, it's always been that British-style yeah. accent. You know, it, British it, accent. Like it, it was described, it's the Coruscanti accent. Yeah, not not this Mississippi, not, not Texas. The, yeah, the deep south. Uh, yeah. So. Sort of southern accent. I don't know. How do you, how do you even rate it? How would you rate it? 
I don't even know how to rate it. One point two. I don't. Kenobi has has fried my brain with ratings. Maybe we just do away with the ratings from now on. Because I can't. I don't even know how to rate freaking uh, Rebels, and I don't know how to rate freaking Bad Batch two. And Rama's gonna be uh, Moses Ingram's gonna be in the Acolyte, calling it right now. Ugh. Even like I, I said one point two, one point two. Final answer, one point two. Uh, I'm just going. I'll just if we're, if, I'll just go with yours because I just have nothing. I, I mean, I, it's just such a big glaring thing with the whole terminal bullshit. It's like really, like did this episode? Let me ask you this: This episode did it do anything to advance the story? Other than that, it just set up for them finding where Gideon was. That was basically it. Um, I really want to know how the hell then, that he he got in. Even then, this, it yeah. seems tactically stupid to send such an open declaration of basically war. It's like why not have it? You they if they don't know that you have that information, use that to your advantage. I mean, you're supposed to be like a bounty hunter mercenary type. You should have some freaking common sense in that brain, right? You've been trained yeah. by Death Watch and all that, right? Ugh, don't utter that name in front of me. <laughs> it's just, it's just it's, so... Oh, God, it's so bad. And then, like, how did he get in? How did, it, how did it not trigger an alarm? Like, last time I checked, that was an Imperial terminal, and I would assume that only Imperial employees... Well, for lack of a better term. Unless you knew somehow, some, like, hack around or something like that, but that wasn't even that. It wasn't like maybe, tra- maybe he's Moff Gideon's child, actually, and, and he's in the system. <laughs> I don't know. I'm telling you, maybe he is. Oh, season no. three. Season three's around the corner. Mando Dinjarek is... That's going to be the Moff. big reveal at the end of the season. Moff Gideon's son. Oh, no. He hated his son, so he sent battle droids to kill him. And even though, and then, <laughs> even, though <laughs> even though, he was supposedly seen getting killed by um, uh, by battle droids, uh, Gideon also went to that chop shop guy on Tatooine and got it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Ah. You know, these are the thoughts that in it, like they, they keep me up at night. Like, what if, or what if he's like somehow related? I don't know, man. They're not related, but maybe they are. You know, I don't know. So, I, what, how do you explain it? Just a fluke in the system, like a glitch, like they need to restart their computer. I, what God, explanation? God like, it, it, I don't know. I really don't. It would make more sense if he left his helmet on to get access, but to take it like he's <laughs> unless he is somehow I, I don't even know unless he was an imperial and they I, I it doesn't make any sense though that makes no sense the only like logical explanation is that Moff Gideon is his dad because he named him. <laughs> I know my boy. 
that's my boy, and I hate him, and I want to kill him. But I still kind of like him, so I don't know what I want to do. I'll just let him, I'll just put him in the system and, and see if he comes back home. Uh, I don't know. It's just, it makes no sense. I have no explanation for it other than it's just like somebody, somebody didn't check somebody else's work. Somebody, it's an assembly line production. That's what it is. Somebody wrote part of this story, and then they handed it off to somebody else. And the guy that they handed it to didn't write. He didn't read the story that was, you know, the section prior to it. And the, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm trying to rack my brain trying to figure this out. It's an assembly line production. That's what it is. So it's basically like what they did with Kenobi. They took a, I mean, a, I, I, a, how do you miss it was that? A trilogy and uh, but you it gotta be a little bit. You gotta be dumber than a box of rocks to even let this thing go into like, what? This, oh god, there's no explanation. Why? Why? And then for you to like let it happen with no explanation, you're just gonna leave it on us to try to figure out your stupidity. Like, how are you gonna let a Mandalorian with no parents that are alive? Like, how? Like, he's a Mandalorian in an Imperial secret base. That is able to bypass security, showing his face when he's not an imperial. Like what? How does this even work? Was there a guy? A guy? There's a guy behind him. Guy behind him. That's how he did it. The invisible man. Maybe this. Maybe this technology is. I tell you, this is what it is. That system, that security terminal, was produced by Apple, because some of sometimes the facial recognition. To unlock your iPhone. Sometimes it doesn't. Started working with masks, so maybe, maybe you know there was a. I don't know. Maybe Steve Jobs. That was like a bad thing that he. I don't know, dude. I don't know. That's probably the worst. That's that's like top three worst moments in this episode. Like that was one of them. That's just the dumbest thing that makes no sense. They didn't even like for this mission. They didn't even go like all Mission Impossible. And no. Like take a face scan of the guy and make a face mask and put it on Mando or something like that to to hide oh. his identity. Then then in case he had to be the one to do all this, they didn't even do anything like that. It was just they had all, to yeah. Oh. They had to give they Mayfield so a reason to shoot. Yeah. They were so relying on Mayfield, and they 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 had to set it up so much just so they could have the. Uh, uh, incredibly corrupt and you know uh, defunct freaking whatever imperial guy, so they could do that whole little bit. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Now I want to get. I want not. Well, no. Wait. We're men of integrity. We can't take back the score. It. It's in the books. One point two. I was gonna take it back and drop it down, but I can't do it. Back to Bane. Yeah, but back to Bane, man. Who's? I gotta find. Oh no, Malgus was pretty. He was pretty angry. I don't know if I'm gonna find somebody else as angry as him. I. It, it's just such a glaring hole. And and and, but it gets better. It gets better, and by better I mean it. it I mean it gets worse because next week we're looking at the finale, which, if I'm not mistaken, I don't even remember this episode. What is it? Let's see here. The rescue. I don't even remember this episode. 
Uh, I remember a few parts to it, and they're really stupid. And I not, and I don't even want to remember it. So I'll probably just... watch it tonight, do my notes, and not have to watch it next week. <laughs> get ahead of the curve. Get ahead of, the, get ahead of the curve because my brain is all, is already mush right now. So I don't think it can it can get any worse. And this is forty seven minutes. Oh, we're not doing a watch party. We are not doing a watch party for this. I didn't plan on it. Good because I was going to respectfully tell back, you that I I form. I will not stand for a watch party for this forty seven minute atrocity. Ugh. I end up having a lot of problems. You can't wait. 47 minutes of just pure joy. Ugh. Well, do you have anything going on? Are you doing uh are you doing any gaming? Uh I I need to I, I I'm so I was I was battling with myself for the longest time on what I wanted to do with the Jedi Outcast. I'm still editing that down. Yeah. Um, so once I get that posted, then I'll probably start playing uh, the Republic. Manda, uh, not, uh, yeah, the Re- Republic Commando. I'll start playing that. And of course, like it is for uh, anybody interested, just keep an eye out. I, I'll be either. I don't know. I'm really debating if I want to just start doing the streaming here on YouTube. Or uh, or just keep doing it on my Twitch channel, which I, I, I mean, I'm I like the torn. Twitch. I think, yeah, I I personally like Twitch, so I think I, I enjoy. Yeah. Um, I've been checking out different it. avenues of things, so um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, the uh, fractured filter for Twitch channel, and keep an eye out here. Keep an eye out on those where I'll be posting about it on social media. So once I do start playing it, you'll know. Nice, nice. How about you? Yeah, uh, same. I'm still working through. So, I, like I said, I restarted Jedi Outcast. Um, but now I really want to download uh, the TIE Fighter as a tie, t- the TIE Fighter game that you're talking about. But <laughs> I, I plan on doing Outcast and then jumping. Um, I wanted to tr- actually try to do Dark Forces. I don't know mm. how to do it yet on the computer. Like, I, I have my gaming laptop. I just got to figure out how to, like... Yeah, so I'm kind of debating that route like doing finish up finishing up out because i just i'm i'm on our right now so working reworking through it and then thought about either doing dark forces if not then i'll probably just do i don't know maybe do republic commander i did i had this this urge to do kotor but that's a very long game it's a very yeah, long yeah that's game. a bit of a longer there's like 30 i heard there's like 48 different ways that you can beat it and i've only beat it like twice so i'm not really wanting to spend another 46 attempts to beat it, but I thought it'd be fun. But yeah, I'll probably, yeah, finish it out, cast, and then jump to Republic Commando. Just because I have an itch, just because I'm reading the book and I have an itch to play it. Right. So, that's what you should do. You should read the book while you play it. I, yeah, I need to. The sad thing is, there is no audiobook for it, unfortunately. Oh, really? There's not even a bridge, no. They just have... Yeah, sucks. Well, hell's bailed. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know, 
maybe sometime soon, Dobby Oswald show. He'll probably get back on the show when uh, Bad Batch releases. Oh, good lord! I, and that'll be fun. I'm <laughs> after we're done with Mandalorian. That's been my on the back of my brain. Okay. So yeah. What are we gonna do? Because we literally have one more episode. We gotta figure out uh, what our next. Uh, we're gonna do, if you say rebels, I'm gonna slap you through this computer. <laughs> Unfortunately, I was. Uh, Were you thinking rebels? No, bad batch. Were you really? That's eight. I, I think it's is it eight? Eight? Oh, I don't know how many episodes it is. It's a good question. Let's see. I think that was supposed to be one of the more upcoming shows, wasn't it? For the bad new batch, season. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, season two's. I think it's. I think it's an end of August. This one season. I'm trying to two. remember. Uh, I can't find. I'm trying to find it here. Yeah, I'm trying to find the whole list of all the. If they t- I wonder if they took it off. I remember us looking at the whole image with all the different shows that were supposed to be coming out. Yeah, because we talked about it on one of the shows. Oh, here we go. Uh, Bad Batch Season 2, September 28th. Oh, okay, so there's 16, 16 episodes for Bad Batch, season one. Uh, and I really... Uh, what? Uh, I can't say I'm looking too forward to it. 16 is a lot, man. I barely got through. How many episodes? And there's 15 for Rebels? Yeah, I was, I was torn yeah. between if if that or Visions. No, can't do Visions. You want to do Visions? <laughs> nah, I do. I almost, I almost look at it like that might be a little bit more, just because it's kind of an experimental show. Yeah. Series. We could do just it. Because it's, it's all... Anime and it's all disconnected from everything Star Wars, yeah. other than it being Star Wars themed. Yeah, so. be a good palate cleanse and well, we'll, uh, we'll it might yeah. let not drive us up those walls as much as everything else has. So we'll have to For we'll sure. have to we'll have to figure that one out. Yeah, well, we still have one one episode left to figure it out. So yes, we do. All right. All right, so with well, that, that being said, yeah, that's all I got. Uh, I got to say again, as always, thank you to the Sentinel for joining oh, in on the always chat. A, always, always a pleasure, always, man. Always a pleasure. Always great having you in here. Um, hope for anybody that did uh, jump in that they – feels weird to actually say that, but hit the like button. Hit the like button, yeah. Please do. Um, otherwise, uh, you got anything to close this out? I need to get something one of these yeah, days. We'll get something. Um, 
But otherwise, good night, everybody. Yeah. Have a good night.